Hello friend, I'm so grateful you're here. Welcome to the Today I Am In A Podcast Season 3. This season we are taking time to better understand who the women in the New Testament are and their experiences. We will learn more of them, their story, and how Jesus Christ tutored their lives. We will learn more about and how much Jesus Christ loves women. Today, this is a special episode and I'm so excited. We have Erin, and I already forgot her last name, friends. Erin, what's your last name? Ropal- <laughs> It's Ropalado. Ropalado. <laughs> that, that didn't take very long. She told me like three minutes ago. Erin Ropalado from Seek This Jesus Study. And I feel like I followed you for actually like a really long time. I feel like I've known you for a long time. So Erin reached out because she is doing some incredible things that totally go along with what we talked about in this podcast. And I'm so glad you did. I'm so excited to have this special episode come out. So Erin, why don't you introduce yourself to my listeners? Well, thank you, Kara. And I have been following you for a very long time too, and been a part of many of your challenges over the years. But um, so my name is Erin Ropolato, and I live in Utah with my husband, Scott, and we have three daughters. We have one that's almost 19, is a freshman in college. We have a daughter that's a senior in high school, and then one that's a freshman. And all of my daughters play soccer, so I'm kind of in that soccer mom. And like my oldest even plays in college, so we we're still doing that. And then, wow. so, and we just love to hang out in the mountains and ride four wheelers and wave runners and those kinds of fun things and be, and camping and fishing and those kinds of things. So, oh, and I just so really fun. love to read and study and learn. And so there's a little bit about me. I love it. That's so fun. Where does your daughter go to college? Do you mind if I ask? She goes to snow college. Okay. Fun. Do you guys go down there and watch her games and stuff? Yes. It's about, about a two hour drive for us to go. So they they play in the fall. And so we go to the home games as much as we can. And then away games, we're able to watch them on a a live feed. So that's awesome. (laughs) If they're far away. Yeah. That's so fun. I have a senior and a freshman too. Fun stages. Oh, good. Teenagers can be so fun in case anyone out there is scared of them. They're scary sometimes, but they're fun. (laughs) They're, they are so fun. My girls just, um, my husband told them maybe, and this is probably a bad thing. He told them from a very young age that only little boys cry. <laughs> so they are so non-drama. Like That's I have, so I have funny. people that, you know, like, but then maybe we might be on the opposite extreme that they don't, I mean, they do show emotion, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> if, you're, if you're watching my video, I'm like itching my face and I'm like, oh, I just have like a hair in my way. Um. <laughs> So I am excited. Erin has been doing some incredible things and uh, has something she wants to share with us. And I'm just going to let her dive into how she started Seek This Jesus, what it means. And I'm just going to let her start sharing what what she's been doing and what she's been up to and what she's teaching now. So, okay. So I will do a kind of a quick run over. So before I was a stay at home mom, I was a kindergarten teacher. So I taught kindergarten for seven years. And um, and in that experience, I was able to learn and teach my students according to their learning styles. There are There was a mandate named Howard Gardner back in 1983 that developed this multiple intel- intelligences theory that we learn in eight different ways. Hmm. And we use all those to help us learn. And so when I was a kindergarten teacher, I was incorporating all these learning styles or multiple intelligences. I call them learning styles. It's a lot simpler for 
most of us understand the multiple intelligence. But so I found that with my kindergarten students, that the more that I included having them move their body and music and actually visually seeing like the letter A, we were doing letters and sounds a lot back then. I mean, this is over, this is 20 years ago, you know, what we were doing, but if they could see it, hear it, move their body with it, put it to music, and in lots of different ways that they would retain the information better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so fast forward into about three years ago, I'm on a walk listening to my podcast. And all of a sudden I realize that we study the gospel, our scriptures, general conference, the way that we connect and build a relationship with heavenly father and Jesus Christ is also through our learning styles. I had never connected the spiritual with the secular knowledge Mm -hmm. and it was eye-opening to me. And so then I um, decided, well, I didn't decide heavenly father helped me know that I needed to share that there is, there are hundreds of ways for us to build connection with heavenly father and Jesus Christ. It doesn't have to look a certain way for it to count. Like we can do right now, your book of Mormon reading challenge and Some of us might be reading it. Some people might be listening to it. Some people might be listening while they're on their walk every single morning and not necessarily 100% focused on just that, but they need to move their body as they're also listening and gathering that information. Mm -hmm. I thought it was amazing when I, like, I don't know if I saw on your Instagram or got an email first, but I remember just reading that and being like, oh, I haven't even thought about integrating learning styles with my gospel study, which is, it's like you said, it just seems like weird that we wouldn't think about that or try and figure out like, okay, well, how would my kid be able to learn the scriptures better? And I think there are a lot more resources than when our kids were younger. Cause my kids are my, my youngest is like 10 and a half. So yes. there were resources, but there's so many incredible resources for little kids now, but I think being able to learn your own learning style and then being able to help your kids, especially as they're they get older to recognize how they can study and that it doesn't have to be sitting in your room, reading your book and feel boring. And like, you don't get a red pencil in your hand. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It can look different than that. And it doesn't have to be like a certain amount of time. I mean, I remember, I mean, years ago I was in seminary and to get on the 180 reading day board, I had to read my scriptures for 10 consecutive minutes. Yep. And I mean, I, I mean, I, I read words for 10 minutes. I didn't what understand. <laughs> um, so I could get my name up on that board, but I have just found, and just even through thinking about my own family and my own, I mean, my own little immediate family, my husband and I, we learn and connect with Jesus Christ in totally opposite ways. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that my way is better than his way or his way is better than my way. It, yeah. We both are building relationship in our own, in our own ways through yeah. our different learning styles that we have. Yeah. And I, I've noticed the same thing. Like I, um, really connect with music a lot, like the words of the song and, uh, just, I don't know, just different things like music really moves me to feel the spirit. And it's not necessarily like that for my husband or even all of my kids. I do have for sure one daughter that is that way, but she's also like a note taker, like writing really helps her and writing doesn't help other of my kids. And they're like, why would I want to write anything down? And 
you know, so it's it's just, there's so many. So what are some of the different learning styles that we can learn, like look for and integrate? So there's eight different ones. And I, like I said, they're called multiple intelligences. And I actually took the different names and really simplified them Mm -hmm. because the names that Howard Gardner uses is like intrapersonal and interpersonal. And they just, so I will go through them really quickly. If you want the eight learning styles and maybe just tell you one, two characteristics of each. And just so you know, before I share these, we all have all of the learning styles within us. We are innately born with these learning styles because our heavenly father created us, but we do have more dominant learning styles. Mm -hmm. So you will have a dominant learning style and then you, you can have others like really close behind, if you want to call them that in, in line. And then also learning styles, if there's something that you want to, um, strengthen a weak learning style that you want to strengthen, it can become a strength if you, um, start using it with things that you already enjoy. So let me just talk there's So there's, there's eight learning styles. The first one is social and these type of people are love to be with people. They love to read and discuss scriptures with others. And I'll just bring scripture into all of them, but it can also be just in secular learning too. It can be like, they just love to read. They like to be with or discuss things with other people. Um, The second one is the individual learner. And these are more self-reflective. They like to ponder. They like to do things on their own. Um, They like, they would rather read scriptures by themselves than with a group. Mm-hmm. So um, the third learner is called a hand. I've titled it a hands-on learner. And these are the ones that just like to move and they like to, to exercise and they like to just, they can't sit still. So we have a lot of those. They like to build things. And also the hands-on are like, like touching and tasting and smelling. They like to bring in their senses. Hmm. Um, our fourth learner is a book learner. And just so you know, everyone has to have book learning in them, because that is how we're going to get the knowledge and information because we're either going to read it or hear it. Mm -hmm. So everybody has to have some book learning, but other things with book learners, they like to take notes. They love the traditional school setting. They like, um, they like listening to lectures and being Mm -hmm. in classroom settings, book learners. Um, Our fifth or yes, fifth, one, two, three, four, five. I'm trying to count. <laughs> Our fifth learner is called the STEM learner, which is the science, technology, engineering, and math. And these learners love anything with numbers, with sequence, order. These learners prefer most likely to read scriptures or general conference talks on their phones. Hmm. They like the digital component. Yeah. So the sixth learner is a music learner. So Carrie, you've already said that you are a big music learner. So these are learners that are very musical themselves, or they just enjoy the music and talents of others. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't necessarily have to be a singer or an in- play an instrument of any kind, but you still can, yeah. you still can be the music learner. The seventh learner is a nature learner. And these learners like to be outside. They like to, anything to do with plants and animals and landforms and lakes and oceans and mountains and all those things outside. And then lastly, there's the visual learner. And these usually like 
they don't always like to draw and design things, but they like enjoying the artwork of others. They like looking at maps to understand visually what they are learning. Hmm. So that's a quick synopsis of the eight learning styles. <laughs> so some of those are really interesting, like to think about, especially with gospel learning, right? Like I think there's certain ones that you're like, oh yeah, that totally fits in with like going to church and Sunday school and personal study. But some of them are surprising to me, like how, um, I don't know. So what are some suggested ways of how to use these personal learning styles in our lives, especially as an adult? Like how do I use, if I'm a STEM learner, like how do I incorporate that into my come follow me study and different things like that? Okay. That's a good question. So if you are a STEM learner and you're learning come follow me, just this week in come follow me, we're learning about reading John chapters two through four, Mm -hmm. which is the wedding at Cana. So if you are a STEM learner, you're going to be all in to finding out how many gallons is a firkin when they fill the water pots. Those kinds of things, you're going to be really interested in those kinds of numbers, but also you're going to be really interested in the sequence of events. So if you think of the story of the woman at the well, Mm -hmm. you're going to see the sequence of how she is, how she's calling the savior. Yeah. How she she's calling him changes. Yes. She's calling him, sir. I don't have mm-hmm. these written in front of me. So That's I'm going okay. to, I'm going to do a podcast about this. It'll be published. Okay. Okay. Before this, so, you know, she, she's calling him, sir. And this man, and then all of a okay. sudden, are you a prophet or, and then she realizes that he is the Messiah and the Christ. Mm-hmm. And she runs to tell everybody all about it. Yeah. So you're going to be interested in those um, sequence of events and also just those looking for those specific things. STEM learners love to look for lists. This is how you become born again when you're reading the story of Nicodemus, you know. Interesting. These are the, okay. these are kind of the step-by-step things that you would do. So that's, that looks some things for STEM. What about like um, someone that likes to learn in their environment? Like I think it was the last one. I don't know the names of all of them. The sorry. nature. Yeah, the, the nature. nature. Is it just yes. like incorporating nature in your study? Like how would you, how... What are some ways that they could? So just some really simple ways that you can do things as a nature learner. You can sit and read your scriptures by the window with the sunshine coming in, Mm. in the wintertime when it's cold. Or you can go outside and read your scriptures in the summertime on your deck or your patio. Mm -hmm. Just those kinds of things. You can listen to the scriptures or general conference talk while you're gardening Mm. or mowing the lawn. I love that. Yeah. So just, just lots of different little things that are, I guess some people like, I'm like, it's kind of looking at things outside the box Yeah. that it doesn't have to look like a book in front of me, me sitting in complete silence with a red pencil in my hand that Absolutely. we really can um, find different ways to get the information and to build that relationship. And it, there's so many resources too. Like when I do my, cause I do a new Testament, uh, podcast and the book of Mormon one, and there's several books this year for new Testament. Elder Holland has a new book out and goes through kind of chapter by chapter and just learning the insights from other people. And I think it's fascinating to learn the history. I don't actually like research the history myself, but I read what other people have written about history, right? Like Elder Holland talks about that, which is really fascinating um, and important with both of the main stories that we have this week in Come Follow Me with the water turning to wine and why that was significant. And with the woman at the well, 
and um, the relationship between the Samaritans and the Jews and uh, why that is essential to understand when talking about them. So uh, I, there's so many ways to learn also, like there's so many, you can do YouTube and listening and podcasts while you're walking. I love that idea. I think we don't have to just sit traditionally and learn. There's so Mm -hmm. many other ways to engage our bodies and our minds in our scriptural learning. Yes. There's a scripture I want to share if that's okay, Kara, that's in the book of Mormon. Mm -hmm. And this is from second Nephi chapter 31, verse three. And this is when Nephi, I mean, this is the chapter where he's talking about the doctrine of Christ, but in verse three, it says, for my soul delighteth in plainness for after this manner, doth the Lord God work among the children of men for the Lord God giveth light unto the understanding for he speaketh unto men, according to their language, according to their understanding. And I love this scripture because to that, this scripture blasts out to me, learning styles. The Lord is going to speak to us in our language and he's going to help us understand according to our language. And there are so many examples in the scriptures of prophets and other people where the Lord teaches them using all eight learning styles. Hmm. And um, if you want, I can share one or two of those. Yeah, I love that. I love it. Um, so I'll just use this story really quickly of Nephi building the ship. Yeah. I, I, so Nephi building a ship. We, If you are familiar with the story, the Lord comes and tells Nephi to get up into a mountain. So he's doing his nature learning. He's going up to the mountain where he is conversing with the Lord one-on-one, in, which is a very individual experience. Mm-hmm. Then Nephi leaves the mountain and goes down and begins to make tools. And he is shown from time to time how to do that. So he's giving a step-by-step sequence, which is our STEM learners. And he's also shown from time to time what he is to do next, which is a visual experience. It's also a social experience because he is building the ship. His brothers are helping him and his dad. I mean, they are working together mostly nicely, but sometimes not (laughs) in that, but it's still a social experience. Um, And it's very hands-on because they're building a ship, obviously. So they're building the book learning comes because he does hear the voice of the Lord speaking to him. And then he does record his story after. So he's writing that, um, that in nature learning, I mean, they're building a ship on the beach. So (laughs) can't get better than that. Right. (laughs) Yep. And then he's going up to the mountain. We talked about that too, but then it's the music experience. I always was kind of stumped on that one, but music, he could be hearing just the waves crashing in on the beach, that rhythmic noise. And then also music learning, I really think, incorporates just hearing the voice of the Lord. If you think about, you know, videos we've probably seen of Christ speaking, it's usually in a very calm, gentle, soothing kind of way. And we just get used to that cadence of his voice. So that can bring in music learning. And that can also bring in music learning if you're just reading the scriptures, like as a family and everybody's reading one verse, each person takes a turn, but all of their voices are different. Yeah. Hmm. 
You know, you've got female voices and male voices maybe speaking because you've got sons and daughters that are all taking a turn to read Mm -hmm. from the scriptures. So just in small little ways. I love that. I love I love that um, relation to the story so that we can see how it works like, mm-hmm. and how we can find it in our own lives. Yes. So, that's neat. So anyway, there it's all over. I mean, like the story of Enos, that's his short little chapter shows all eight learning styles. When Christ visits the Americas in 3 Nephi 11, just those first 17 verses bring in all learning styles. Mm-hmm. I just read this morning, the story of Ammon teaching King Lamoni and that brings in all of the learning styles. If you start really looking into those in, in small little ways. I'm excited to like, see that now that I know about them <laughs> and even in how it, how finding maybe helping my kids figure that out too. Do you have any suggestions on how we can help our kids or as parents recognizing the learning styles in our children? Yes. So just just taking a minute, like, I mean, just as I explained the different learning styles, maybe you might need to rewind the podcast and listen to that again, or just that section. You can, like, as I, I mean, I, I do know a lot about them, but I have friends that have list, have I've taught about learning styles and they're like, oh, my child is a very hands-on learner or my child is more this or more that different learning style. My husband is very, he's a very, he's a nature learner, totally you know, those kinds of things. So yeah. you can just listening to those first little um, descriptions, you can kind of maybe pinpoint one or two of your children's learning styles. And then there's just lots of ways like to help do like family scripture study according to learning styles. I mean, there's one. Um, so the Come Follow Me book that the church has put out for individuals and families each Monday, I send out a email that in- includes whatever the idea that the church has written, and I identify what learning styles are being used in each mm. thing, if you were to follow it exactly as it was said. Um, and and then I've also started doing that like for pri- now for primary and for the Sunday school one and for the youth one for their twice a week lessons, but it's just amazing how often that all of the learning styles are being used or six out of the eight or seven out of the eight Mm -hmm. in just just those little things. One thing that you can do at home, just there's little things you can do. Like if you've got really some music learners in your family, you can just play instrumental music in the background. Like softly in the kitchen and you're sitting in the living room right next door as you're reading scripture that, that there's, there's instrumental music playing that will help your music learners really to retain more information and to be more engaged because they have that music going on in the background. Um, there's also just, here's one idea that's really, really simple. The, the church has wonderful Bible videos for the new Testament. And if you watch the video before giving your child, your, your family, like a question that you're going to discuss at the end and you give them a small snack to eat, you're going to get all eight learning styles just by watching a video. If you ask a question before and you discuss it after with a small snack. That's so, so interesting. It's true. So, I mean, videos, videos bring in without the snack, they'll bring in seven out of the eight learning styles because usually 
the nature one's usually the hard one, but usually the all of the Bible videos are portrayed outside or they're talking about wheat and tares or mm-hmm. water, living water, you know, that brings in the nature learner right there. Yeah. That's cool. So I was just thinking I wanted to show, oh, maybe you won't be able to see it because of my background. No. Okay. So sorry, one second friends. Okay. So when you're, um, when you have your phone open in the top, I just have to make it right on my screen. If you click on the three dots in the corner, it'll show related content. Uh, I always have to go opposite the way I think. And then yeah. when you click on related content, it's going to show the videos that, sorry, my, um, I have a light cause my room's dark. <laughs> so it's reflecting yeah. on my phone, but it, it'll show the Bible videos that we were just talking about. So you can see like this week, if you clicked on John, um, four, John four and John two, both for sure have a video from the church. So if you click on that three dots and then related content, you can be taken directly to any video that the church has made that, um, relates to that story. So that's and they're really usually really short, nice, like mm-hmm. two, four or five minute videos yeah. that are just perfect. Yeah. They're perfect for really all ages because my kids by the end of the day are like, we don't want to sit through a church video, <laughs> but it's, it's a great, um, easy come follow me that can be engaging. So, so where can people find more about learning styles and learn more from you? So I have a website, seekthisjesusstudy.com. It's kind of a tongue twister, but um, on my website, I have a link that you can find out your dominant learning style. You can take a little quiz that's awesome. It'll probably take you four minutes, maybe five minutes just, and it will just tell you, you, your dominant one, Mm -hmm. your kids could take it also. um, Just to find out their dominant learning style. That's something really quick and easy. Um, and then I'm on Instagram also at seek this Jesus study where I share just small and simple tips to study the scriptures or general conference talks, um, using learning styles and, and in just, um, a week and a half, I guess, well, on February 20th, I always host a 40 day general conference challenge, which is just to read one general conference talk leading up to general conference on April 1st. And so it starts on February 20th. And so I have a free, um, reading schedule that's available for that. And and on that, and it kind of goes along with your, um, book of Mormon challenge Mm -hmm. you're doing right now. I just really encourage people, you know, every day, some days we are, we can read the whole talk or listen to it or watch it for the general conference, but some days we can only read the title. And some days I share slides every day that have like a quote, a scripture, an invitation from the talk and a promise blessing and a reflection question. And some days you can only read, you know, if you read those slides, that's enough and it's okay. It is. That's yeah. one thing that I just share to you a lot. You, some days you can't do it all and it's okay. <laughs> absolutely. One <verse>. <laughs> There's always going to be a day that we can't do it all. Yeah. And just doing yeah. our best is absolutely okay. So, it's just making that progress and trying to make that habit. So, yes. And it's, okay. and it's just that thing of being able to do or knowing that, um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Okay. Never mind. Oh, anything is better than nothing because yes. you probably wouldn't have done something like your book of Mormon challenge. I'm like, even if people get behind on that, you're doing more than you probably would have done. Exactly. And that, okay. And the Lord loves the effort. Exactly. Yes. 
I love it. So I will make sure to link um, your Instagram and your website in the show notes and in the YouTube video. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited for people to be able to learn from you. Make sure you go follow Erin. She is incredible and doing incredible things. And, um, it's all, I love just having uplifting things in my Instagram feed. I think it's essential for all of us and you definitely bring that to mind. So I appreciate that. So, all right. Thanks. And thanks for what you share too, because you bring that enlightenment and goodness to us too. Thank you. So thanks so much for coming on and um, sharing these. I, I've loved learning from you. So thank you, Erin. Thanks for having me.